The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome to the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 106.3. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. You only can check out all things Kimmer at thekimmershow.net. What the hell are you waiting for? Come on, I gotta go, you're killing me. Well, should we talk about Twitter and the download dump and the people and the stuff? Wow, what a freaking story. It was. And uh, where's the rest of it? I want the rest well, of see, it. Well, see, that's the thing. I was talking, uh, 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 there's still a bunch more. I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse has contacted Elon well, asking don't, him. Listen, oh, the Arizona uh, go- the, governor-elect, yeah, Carrie, the cheater. Yeah. The, she was Again, she was in cahoots. It. Twitter With helped Twitter. her by denying all the negative things about her running in the rail. Um, right. Well, I mean, you can go right. James Woods. Um, how is the Twitter files chicanery any different from Watergate and some in substance? Well, it's a million times worse, but he says Nixon resigned when his henchmen tried to subvert free speech. Your turn, Mr. Biden. Rudy Giuliani, what Elon Musk exposed goes further than the massive Hunter Biden scandal. It's really a Joe Biden scandal. It reveals how far the Democrat Party with big tech and legacy media will go to silence, dissent and hold on to power. It's time to hold them accountable. God only wish. Um, RNC. Here's Joe Biden saying the incriminating emails on Hunter's laptop were just a smear campaign and a bunch of garbage. Uh, Leo Terrell, I like this guy, the black guy who shows up on Fox a lot. Uh, Let me provide former Twitter employees, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and current and former FBI employees good legal advice. Expect subpoenas, lawsuits, and congressional investigations. Lawyer up. Uh, Any Republican in Congress who doesn't speak out about Twittergate this weekend and demand justice was in on it. Miranda Devine, FBI spying on Rudy Giuliani's cloud in 2020 with a covert surveillance warrant, had access to his emails from John Paul, Mac Isaac, and me. FBI had laptop from hell and knew it was real. Looks like pre-censoring a legit story. Uh, Elon Musk essentially bought Twitter for $44 billion to expose its corruption with Biden and the Democrat Party. The man is a legend. Kevin McCarthy. We're learning in real time how Twitter colluded with silencing the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop. In 32 days, the new, <laughs> we ought to hold him to this. In 32 days, the new House Republican majority will get answers for the American people and the accountability they deserve. Uh, Jack Posobiec, not a single speck of the Hunter laptops ever turned out to be false, planted, or altered. This family sold us out to the highest bidder. Ukrainian oil oligarchs and CCP, communist Chinese assets, it's all there. And then my favorite, Juanita Broderick. Quote, sorry, coming up here. Quote, never forget the lying douchebags who signed the letter saying the laptop was Russian disinformation. Uh, just some of the immediate, and I couldn't stop watching it. I mean, and and and, and uh, Tucker Carlson at, at, on Friday night started playing some of the stuff, and had James Woods is going to sue. I guess we'll talk more about that. Nicholas Sandman. Uh, the uh, the uh, Indian uh, who uh, a kid who got ripped and had death threats against him for standing up to the drunken former drunken Indian who got by the way that drunken Indian got kicked out of the Marines for being a scumbag by the way uh, and Nicholas Sandman wants Musk to release all the hidden Twitter files uh, against him that allowed death threats against him while he was a teenager. Uh, 
Maybe he's he's not releasing everything. He's waiting till the suckers get in court and they say, wait, 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 yeah. and then he says, oh, here's and the proof. If I were a if I were a lawyer and I were if I were going to sue take these people, then you cross examine them by saying, you what do they call it? Uh, upending their information. You counter. Man, there. Uh, Objection. No, no, it's 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 uh, to. No, I'm uh, just objecting to you. No, being... no, but I'd say when you're saying uh, a rebuttal, when you're rebuttal, rebuttal. you call it a rebuttal witness. Well, that's, that's what, what it I is. Meant. When you, <laughs> I knew you meant that. I was trying to help you out. When they uh, have a rebuttal witness to show that they're a liar by play, by showing those emails. So I mean that may be, but again, that's a long way down the line. I would now maybe he's waiting for them to deny it and then come out with it before the courts. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Did you see where he tweeted that? He, of course, he feels that he's in danger. Yeah, his life's in. We'll, we'll get to that too. Uh, Nicholas Sandman says, I'm watching this all play out, wondering if he has hidden files for anyone on there. The watch of, of this VJJ guy allowed Girl. these, uh, a woman allowed these VJJ, I love the fact her name's VJJ, uh, allowed Stop these illegal changing. threats. <laughs> when I was 16 years old, he showed verified Twitter accounts calling on people to burn down his high school and throw MAGA kids into a wood chipper. Uh, he was the center of controversy three years ago, uh, smiling with a Make America Great Again hat, being confronted by a drunken Indian named Nathan Phillips, who was a Allegedly. scumbag enough to got thrown out of the Marine Corps. That's enough for me to call him a scumbag. Um, uh, Sandman filed defamation lawsuits against multiple media outlets. I assume he won a buttload. Um uh, um, uh, Elon Musk himself said, I haven't seen the very latest in the last uh, hour or two, but he said his life, he believes his life is in danger. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess, well, I think that's true. I, I, and, again, oh, and by the way, uh, one of the great memes going around is uh, a quote from a stationery that says, I'm sorry to hear about the upcoming unexpected death of Matt Taibbi. And it's a note from the desk of Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage. So it's <laughs> unexpected upcoming death. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Again, these Democrats oh, idiot. are accusing the right side of doing what they have been doing and claiming it's wrong the way, when the right does. They all used to worship Matt Taibbi right. when he was at Rolling Stone. Right, because he's, all, not a, he's not a conservative or no, muckraking and Elon Musk hatter. and Glenn Greenwald, and now they're gone after him with bare teeth because you dare point out what hypocrites we are. Glenn Greenwald got kicked <coughs> off his own company. Yeah. that he founded for, for being a, a rabble-rouser for truth. Uh, Mark Ruffalo uh, called for Twitter to be heavily regulated yeah. for misinformation. Quote, as a worldwide public square, this app should be heavily regulated for misinformation and spamming by hostile interests. If Elon can't do that with his company, it should be seen as a public utility under government supervision. The system uh, unregulated will be more uh, deadly. Uh, I mean, uh, they, I just, it's unbelievable. Uh, when they were censoring conservatives and we all were saying, wait a minute, this is like the old Bell Company. This should be a public utility. Right. People like Mark Ruffalo said, you're crazy. Uh, yeah. It's a private company. They can do what yeah. they want. Well, several lawyers and other observers have weighed in saying, uh, that's not how any of this really works. <laughs> <laughs> it should. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know the Constitution. What an idiot. It shouldn't take a legal scholar to realize he's got this 
backwards. If Twitter is the public square, then the First Amendment strictly limits the regulation of speech there. Uh, uh, Mumford & Sons co-founder Winston Marshall, uh, one of the users challenging Ruffalo to consider if he'd still champion that scenario if the person in power was somebody he didn't support. Uh, whatever government's in power will supervise the information permitted that it's in their interest. Oh, Mark, would you stand behind this suggestion if the government in power was not the one you voted for? I mean, it's, it's so freaking obvious as, as to be unbelievable. Now, of course, uh, you know this business with uh, Jim Baker, the lawyer, not the Jim Baker, former Tennessee senator yeah. from the 70s. Um, or Jim Baker that was uh, in the Reagan administration and others. Yeah, there were definitely other Jim Bakers. We're not talking about them. Uh, the, I think the other one was from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it turns out that the CEO, Elon Musk, has now kicked off and fired the former FBI general counsel, James Baker, because uh, he was hiding information while they were trying to come out with all the revelations about Twitter. He was hiding some that he didn't want to be revealed. They found out over the weekend. Remember, we were supposed to find out over the weekend a whole bunch of more revelations yeah. and again on Monday, and they didn't come forward, and that's because they were investigating this guy, Jim Baker, former FBI agent. Uh, he was part of the reason why uh, he was vetting the batch of Twitter files without knowledge of the new management, and the boy, the boss are saying, my jaw hit the floor when I found out. Uh, and then uh, Taibbi and this other reporter came back and shared the first batch of files that they had received, labeled Spectra Baker emails. Anyway. There, um, there's more to it. The, the two guys is Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss have Weiss. been the big guys in it. And Barry Weiss is looking at this and said, well, how are we having so much trouble getting the next batch? So they, he asked, and they said, well, Jim's looking over this stuff. And he goes, Jim, Jim who? Jim who? And they said, Jim Baker. And he says, he said, he, that he, name's he, familiar. He cannot, here's why we know him. Jim Baker was the lawyer that passed the fake bullshit to the FISA court yeah. about the Russian collusion thing. Yeah. That's the same guy. Somehow he weaseled his way into Twitter yeah. and weaseled his way, obviously uh, wasn't supposed to be there, as the guy who was handling the stuff yeah. that was being released. He was, and he, and he, he blocked out. You know why he was blocking it out? Because it was mentioning the FBI. Right. Exactly why he did. And you see what Elon did to him? Had, here's what Elon said in his tweet. He has been exited from the building. Yeah. Quote, yep, exited from the building. Uh, James Baker implicated in the Russia collusion hoax that so damaged the country now gone from Twitter. He was knee deep in the collusion thing, suppressing the New York Post bombshell stories on the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop, which we all know was true. Um, uh, some other as people are saying uh, uh, Twitter users painting a far less optimistic view of the changing leadership. Uh, important to keep in mind that Musk is likely focused on coming up with make-weight arguments for denying change. In God, God, God. Well, the funny thing is, too, is apparently Jack Dorsey is encouraging him to release all the Twitter information. Well, they're now saying that Dorsey didn't know anything about that, it. That's what this. I'm saying. And, and so he dark. wants he wants the information out there. Yeah. Well, how does a Jim Baker, though, yeah. get in there and get into that position of power right. when they're trying to release this stuff? Yeah. Daibi said, how the hell he was kicked out because he was vetted, uh, because he was vetting the first installments of them, but how the hell did that ever happen how was he put in charge of that I, I, well again, first of all elon's disgrace. one man he can't <laughs> he can't see everything that's going on right right but uh, and he and he got rid of him as soon as he found this out but the guy was in there protecting the fbi what does that tell you yeah. and again another and part of the fbi scandal 
uh, of these people who were, you know, I mean, uh, and it's uh, being ignored. the uh, Department of Justice. The mainstream media is doubling down on covering up, saying this is a nothing burger. It's no big deal. Yeah. But they're going after Trump and the New York. The New York bitch is after Trump again. And that to them is the yeah. big story. Uh, well, again, of course, they got his company got convicted of the counts of that he didn't have anything to do with. But again, it's, it's another anti-Trump story. Um, and there's, I mean, they're still, they're not, they're not letting this go. They're going to, they're going to keep going. And, and, and for good reason, it works. Again, I, you know, I, everybody I know, including me, thought that the, no, the November elections were going to be a blowout for the GOP. Everybody said, oh, they're going to lose 30 or 40 seats in Congress. <laughs> but we gained two. Never worked. Uh, what's this about <laughs> having good credit? It's a good time. Good uh, credit. Or something? I'm glad you brought that up, Kimmer. Good credit. And this is for, what, what are you, uh, Flounder? That? What generation are you? I'm Generation X. You're Generation X. So this may not deal with you. This is mainly for Generation Y, okay? There Which is, is a, the younger, next younger one, right? 30s? Generation Z. No, this is for Z. I'm sorry. This is Gen Z. Which is the latest, right? Latest, I believe. Okay. All right. The latest to become adult. to 25 or whatever. The yeah, latest yeah, to 30. become adults. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know who this guy's name is, but he's now a congressman. He's a young black man. Yeah. He's the first Gen Z congressman elect. He went to Washington, D.C. and found out no one would rent him a, an apartment in the district. Because he's too young? Or? No, because he has really bad credit. <laughs> Congressman, uh, I can't so, a deadbeat. So he's complaining and whining about it, right? <laughs> Kurt Schleister, who's a great follower. Schleister. Schleister? Tell him who Kurt Schleister is, because people under 50 don't know. You know about the, You're uh, thinking about the wrong guy. Not the baseball pitcher? No, not the football. Or the football quarterback? No, this has nothing to do with it. My bad. Okay, so this guy named Kurt. Kurt Kurt Schleister. The congressman I work for slept in his office. He also slept in a rice paddy in Vietnam. (laughs) I'm not saying that you're a sissy and a whiny little bitch, but... Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> Suck it the hell up, deadbeat. <laughs> Democrat, I'm guessing. I, you know, I don't know, but I would just yeah, I'd There's be right no there. No way. <laughs> Odds are, yeah, you're correct. <laughs> that was a small sample of the full podcast available Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's free, you know, at thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station. Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. 
And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer with Pete and Flounder. You know, you can watch our podcast on YouTube. No swooning, ladies. Come on now, find it on thekimmershow.net. Herschel Walker lost the election. God bless him. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, the one thing I do want to know, I mean, there are a lot of reasons for it. We all have opinions of which were were the most important. I can think of four or five right off the top. But uh, what I want to know is what the percentage is of the turnout of potential Republican voters in Georgia who actually went to the polls. Don't, don't blame the voters again. This well, is on minute. the party. Right, this hold is on not a the second. voters. Hold on a second. Well, uh, all right, but that's the way of blaming the party by saying if you can't get the voters to come out. That's the party's that's fault. That's the party's fault. Well, we're going to get to that. But again, now people are either got the party, this the candidates. This was a record turnout. Uh, okay. On the other hand, you can, I am still ashamed at the fact that you, when you realize the only reason we have a country is for the right to vote. The reason we had a revolution is so we could determine our own future by deciding on our but own. But it's always what we been thought. this way. Uh, I, I, but again, it's important to realize this, and nobody gives a crap. You know, we're sloughing it off like, well, it's always been this way. But that's the point. I'll bet you the turnout was probably forty, maybe forty percent, which means sixty percent of the people, yeah. which is which is horrible. I think the turnout in, in, in most countries is 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 eighty. Uh, I mean, it's un- it's unbelievable. Well, they're forced to by gunpoint. Well, but still, I mean, it's just it's all shameful. I'm giving up. I, I, I'm just you know. Oh, it's I, over. I, it's it's, it's over. over. We're screwed. It's it's done. It's over. If We're it wasn't for and- a Republican governor and the legislature which could be changed by the next election, <laughs> this state would be completely lost. Yeah. Well, and you, we got to realize, we're the minority in this state now. Well, think, think about it. But, there's Democrats. There, there's yeah, more of them than right. us. And, uh, I mean, the fact, well, okay, first of all, uh, uh, who do you blame? Who, who's it? The party. What are the, okay, what do you mean, and what, what was wrong, and what should they do? Now, the Republicans can screw up a, a one-man pool party. I mean, they can <laughs> screw up anything. And what we've done here, and we've set ourselves up for two more years, and I'm not a Republican, never have been, never will. But if Trump runs, they will not win again. And I love Trump, and I love what he did. But everyone he backed here lost, and everyone who didn't get close to him won here in this state. And he's got to win Georgia to win. Right. And he's not going to win Georgia. They've just proven that. And the Republican Party here is obviously inept and can't get— and they're going to split the party again. And it's going to be another disaster in two years. And the only hope they have, the only hope all of us have, is Ron DeSantis. That's right. That's right. The only hope Uh, we have. Well, look at, as I understand it, the facts are these. (coughs) Donald Trump endorsed two statewide candidates, a state, not not local, you know, a district councilman or something, but two statewide candidates, lieutenant governor and senator. Okay, Uh, Trump endorsed Burt Jones. Burt Jones won, but he won by the lowest percentage of votes against a Democrat than any other Republican in the state. And the only other statewide candidate that Donald Trump endorsed was Herschel Walker. 
The only, and he lost. In other words, the two candidates Donald Trump endorsed here underperformed, and the candidate he endorsed, another celebrity he endorsed in Pennsylvania, got creamed. And I mean, it's just, go go right down the freaking line. Well, and there's a people on both sides of the aisle. Jesus, that all you needed to do was run a regular run-of-the-mill old Republican, and you would have won. Okay, then explain David Perdue losing uh, and uh, Kelly Leffler losing. Right. Right. Well, again, you, we have to stop nominating candidates based on demographics and fundraising ability. I mean, I, I don't know. That's the exact opposite. <sighs> the fundraising is the problem. Well, uh, OK, but that's not the candidate. That's the party. Again, well, of course, uh, the, the Democrat Party spent one hundred and fifty million dollars yeah. on wife knocker outside money. One hundred and fifty million. Uh, 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 Herschel got 50 million. I know. Well, it's Mitch McConnell, too. Mitch McConnell. Who was against right on every, down the line. every Trump. The Republican parties shoot each other in the foot, and they're doing it on purpose now. Yeah. The McConnells and all the rest of them up there. You can't trust any of them. I, it's, uh, you know, but between, between the, the Trump endorsement and the, uh, 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 Governor Kemp wasn't even able to, to uh, go around the state with Herschel Walker because their campaigns were separate and Walker, Herschel Walker couldn't afford to, uh, to go around with him. And his campaign would have had to pay all that money that, that Kemp had to travel. Walker didn't, so that's why they weren't traveling together because they, mm-hmm. they couldn't uh, make the campaign together until after the, uh, prior, the uh, general and the election. TV ads. And then they could, you know, I mean, it's just, just one thing inundated, after another. Inundated by TV ads It's by just Warnock. unbelievable. And as, and as you know, everything you look at, the candidate himself, the way the party did it, the national campaign, the money, uh, the financing, the, uh, the uh, mailing business, the early voting. The, I mean, it's just holy smokes. All it's to destroy Trump. And Trump's not gone away. He's not it going to go goes away. Back to Trump. And I love Trump and I wish he'd been and I'm going to vote for him if he's the nominee. Yeah. But they're going, it's going to tear the party apart, and they're going to lose again. I, I, I feel the same way. If Trump is a nominee, I'm voting for yep. him. If, if he's, I, I mean, I truly, without, without question, and I think he's one of the best presidents we've ever had, not as a human being, man guy, I'd want to be as my friend and neighbor, but as a president. As a president, he was unbelievably pro-America all the way. I mean, just, you, you, I don't know anybody, Reagan, you know, but, but other than that, who has, who has been such a pro-American president the, in our history books, I mean, right. really think about it. Um, but, but again, as, as an individual in this business, with you know, changing the Constitution, and then I mean, oh, God, just stop. Uh, well, someone said the other day, if he had stayed off Twitter as president, he'd yeah. probably still it's, be president. Uh, just stop. Yeah. Uh, and it's again, stupid at this point. Uh, just stupid. stop. And again, I'm at the point, And again, I've just said I'm, I'm a huge Trump supporter as president. Yep. And if he run, if he's the guy, I'm more voting for him. Yep. But he's got to get stop. He's got to go away. He's got to stop this. We, uh, uh, two more years. I mean, we, just, we we can only depend on the House now that never lets the legislation get through to the Senate, because get, they can they can they can you know get rid of the uh, filibuster. They can do anything they want. They can be, they can nationalize elections if they can get it through the House. I mean, do you realize how serious this is? They won't get it through the house. Uh, please God, but who knows? I mean, every, every two years it could happen. Oh, I mean, the I mean, only I, thing that may save them is if the Democrats put somebody up there that's so bad, because Biden's not going to run again. So who are they going to get? Are they going to get that Newsom guy or the guy yeah. from Pennsylvania? We could be stuck with a Gavin Newsom as president if the Republicans split their party yeah. again. Well, and that's the other thing. And again, now, let, 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 very quickly. Oh, you want to hear balls? Yeah. Who was that sucker that uh, that runoff with Kelly Leffler, the Republican? Doug Collins. Doug Collins, Doug Collins went on Twitter the other day. Maybe it was yesterday. It said, "We've got to come together as a party. We've got to <laughs> learn to quit fighting." 
Saul, you're the one who started it, who put her in a runoff, yeah. which she would have won easily if you dropped out whenever, <laughs> when you knew you weren't going to win. He started this whole thing, and he's calling for that can go, go jump into the sea for all I care. Well, I, I you know, I, I, again, I don't understand. I, the Republicans. I, I, she would never should have been the candidate. And whether he right. was or not was a whole other issue. You can't have, you know, this long hair wants to look like she's 22-year-old, you know. She's a woman. She's a girl, and she's rich, and she has girls basketball, and she's an entrepreneur and, a bit, and rich money, and, she and you know, it's the girl vote and the woman vote and the businesswoman vote and the, you know. I mean, I mean my God, that's not why you pick a candidate candidate to be a United States senator. No. And the other thing is, Herschel Walker doesn't look like a United States senator. Well, I mean, it's, it's, that yeah, doesn't matter anymore. I know, I, I, but still, it's just the whole package. It, when, what, what are you doing? What, and again, if, if, if Donald Trump hadn't said anything about Herschel Walker, if Donald Trump had never mentioned the words Herschel Walker out of his lips, Herschel Walker would not have been the nominee of the Republican Party for the United no, States I, Senate. I, I disagree with one sense. I think once Herschel said he wanted to be, I think every white Republican in this state got scared of running against him well uh, but again well but for he didn't want to at first he didn't want to run and then trump pushed him in basically really yeah he didn't he this was not herschel walker's dream is to be a u.s senator but you know somebody proposed it because we, we were in a, in a flux period but we we're going to have a, an election and somebody said geez herschel everybody says oh, i didn't know i don't know and then, and then trump said oh yeah herschel's my man and boom how, how could you not? I mean, do you really think that Herschel Walker was that dangerous? I don't think that's the issue. No. The issue was they didn't want to vote for him because, you know, the gun to the wife's head and the abortion issue. And, and that's what the media did every single 20 minutes on every radio right. station and TV station for a, two years or whatever it was. And there, he had no chance. I mean, it was just he was there was over. It was overwhelming that, oh, my God, you know, and then then you have to uh, you know, sometimes you have to suck it up and say, well, you, do you believe in in redemption? Do you believe in getting better? Do you, you don't don't believe in mental health people having issues that, that they solve I mean I'm, I can't believe it in the direction of your country that we could be screwed if, they, if these bills they want to pass get through the house we're we're screwed we're already screwed it's over Oh, Supreme Court nominations? He can put, uh, uh, President Stupid can now uh, propose anything he wants, confirmed by the Senate, and they'll win. Well, every single judge happened. he can, every single judge he proposes now is going to be uh, confirmed. We just put that idiot on there, that yeah. woman who doesn't know what a woman is. You can't define a woman, but she's a member of the United States Supreme Court. Someone put a put on Facebook, they put the state map, and show most of it is red, and Atlanta, and maybe Savannah, and yeah. the, there's a few spots of blue, and they say... How can this happen? I just don't understand this map. I said, this <laughs> happened because we don't have the Electoral College in Georgia. But this is why we have it nationwide, because now Atlanta controls the whole state. The state doesn't yeah. matter anymore. It's Warnock Atlanta. got 80 percent, I think, of the vote in the Atlanta metro what, area. What, I woke up from a nap, percent. and Herschel was up 33,000. And they said, he's up 33,000, but metro Atlanta has yet to uh, report. Yeah, and I said, it's, it's over. over. Yeah. The uh, uh, trade for Brittany Griner. Uh, as opposed to Marine Corps veteran Paul Whelan. You know, this is the only WNBA trade you've ever noticed. <laughs> <laughs> or the only WNBA player's name you've ever heard. <laughs> Remember the comedian we had on a couple of weeks ago? And he, he came out and he said, you know, the Russians uh, holding a hostage of a woman for the Women's Basketball League. Uh, clear, the Russians really don't know what we give a shit about anymore. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to laugh because I'm ready to throw daggers somewhere 
uh, Whalen, Paul Whalen, and by the way, uh, you know, he, he got caught in the Marines uh, trying to steal something or a larceny or whatever it was. So, okay, he wasn't a perfect individual, but somebody's going to bring that up in his background. I didn't know anything about that, but they say it's in there somewhere. So what? He was still a Marine who's been in prison in Russia for four years, and apparently some company slipped him a, a disc or something that he didn't, I don't know, that he knew what it was, and it some might have been some company documents. I don't know, but they claimed he was a spy. If he'd been a spy, they'd have shot him. Okay, anyway, first of all. Anyway, he's been there for over four years, since 2018. Uh, sentenced to 16 years as a spy, uh, and poor uh, Brittany has been there for a few months, and so you know the deal. They traded uh, uh, her. I- I'm assuming she's a fem- born female lesbian. Uh, so Maybe, so yeah. I, don't, I, I don't give a one way or the other, but just for the record. Uh, anyway, uh, the Merchant of Death, who, of course, is a conspiracy to kill Americans, sentenced to 15 years in prison, uh, and we let him go. Um, she uh, reunited with it. She's already back in America, reunited with uh, her family, her wife. Uh, and, uh, of course, the Paul Whelan's family is saying, we can't freaking believe any of this. They keep trying to get the administration to do one thing or another, and they're, and they're just really not doing it. Uh, his brother's arguing uh, uh, this may mean taking more law-breaking Kremlin-connected Russians into custody. It's not like there aren't plenty around the world. If bad actors like Russia are going to grab innocent Americans, U.S. needs a swifter, more direct response. I mean, this whole thing is just freaking brutal. Uh, and for the record, Brittany, uh, some, uh, some reactions. Meet Brittany Griner and Marine Paul Whelan, both Americans, both convicted in Russian courts on dubious charges, both serving multi-year sentences in Russian prison. Brittany hates America. Paul served America. Guess which one Biden traded a terrorist to free? We traded a Russian arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death to Russia for the release of Brittany Griner. Quote, one, I never want to hear the words gun control come out of Biden's mouth again one more time while Marine Phelan Phelan, uh, is still in uh, prison in Russia. Biden makes a swap with Russia, Russia gets back a dangerous arms dealer. The United States gets back an America-hating, Pledge of Allegiance-denying basketball player. Another Biden win. Uh, another epic proportion failure. Another Biden blunder. The merchant of death for Brittany Griner and leaving a combat Marine vet Paul Whelan languishing in prison reminds me of the Obama putty-tat exchanging five Taliban generals for traitor deserter Bo Bergdahl. Yeah. And by the way, four of those guys are back in action yeah. leading the Taliban. Yeah. After we let them take over Afghanistan again, by the way, with our terrorist withdrawal and our our shameful retreat. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Although Tim Young says, hey, congrats to Brittany Griner for being drug-free for 294 days. Did you see the exchange? uh, Yeah. In the UAE? They literally walked them by each other, going from plane to plane like it was a Bond movie. It was, was right so out cool. of the movies. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> like East they, West. Did they look at each other? Did they smile? How did many they movies wink? have we seen? Yeah. 50 movies. Like, like, remember they, the old the, the Cold War, the Berlin sure. Wall? Yeah. They would they'd meet at Checkpoint yeah, Charlie yeah, and walk across? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they thought the whole time there, there were guns, the snipers yeah. were on them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that, but that's how they do it. <laughs> uh, 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 Fox broke this story. Andrea Mitchell with NBC and MSNBC apparently said that she was told that there was a choice, that they were given a choice, either the Marine or the girl. Yeah, yeah. And Biden, for obvious reasons, chose the girl. Yeah, Yeah, because she's black and gay. Yeah, of course. 
And a, certainly, a, a, suddenly a celebrity for the woke crowd right. to prove the LGBT plus ABC connections to show what a kind and loving <laughs> thing to get these so-and-so back and leave the Marine there. And then all of a sudden, uh, the story that there was a choice, suddenly that disappeared. Yeah. And then the podium princess comes out with her 15 pounds of eye makeup, that orange and green and yellow. Oh, Jesus. And, and, you know, if she spent as much time, you know, not frosting her hair and doing her well, eyelids. Who? who are you talking about? Uh, Regine, 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 oh, yeah, the podium that, princess. Our, uh, yeah. our, our, you know, she's black. <laughs> she's gay. She's a girl. Woo-hoo. And she's stupid. Have you seen her at the podium? Uh, honestly, if you haven't seen her, she's a disgrace. She's stupid. She's, she's stupid. She's stupid. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is it, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. The other day she was asked a question and she gave the wrong response because yeah. she was looking at the book. She did it twice in a row and she kept saying, oh, no, that, that was uh, on the Trump. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's later on because she's she's reads it off her book. I've never Have seen, you seen anyone the use a book that like book? that. Oh, yeah. It's like seven law books. I mean, it's, I it's like this. And she just, she puts her head on and she reads her, all of her answers. And of course she doesn't, I, I mean, well, if you haven't seen her, you really, you deserve watching this girl at the podium. It's offensive. She represents America. He, that's, that's the no, person they she chose. She represents the White House. She doesn't represent oh, us. Obviously. Uh, just, uh, oh, and, but my favorite part of her was, uh, and she knows the talking points. Uh, she also explained, she said, well, you know, the only choice was either her or nobody, which was a lie. Uh, but she said, uh, she said, well, the reason uh, this was, uh, was was a good trade was because, and why this was done, was because uh, uh, Brittany Griner is a role model and an example uh, for the world as an LBGT. Uh, Brittany Griner, what's her name? Brittany yeah. Griner, yeah, uh, is a role model for the world and an example uh, that uh, people don't deserve to be treated uh, badly because of their race or gender or gender. And I'm thinking, wait. What, 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 what do you mean? We, we traded for a role model, and that's why you gave the, the number one merchant of death? I know. He, he has killed American servicemen and women. His uh, stuff has killed he's them. He's satisfied. He, he, he takes care of the, uh, of the, of the guns and the running to, to arms dealers, to drug dealers, to countries, yeah. to rebels, to terrorists, to, I mean, come on. You're, I mean, he, and by the way, now he's bringing all that knowledge and all his connections right back to Russia. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, they said, they've assured us he's going to be nice this time. Oh, this time he's going to be really, really nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, and one more well, quick thing. I swear, yeah, just yeah. quick thing before I forget. Uh, uh, Brittany Griner also the same uh, person who will not enter the room or a basketball court if you're going to play the national anthem. Not only does she not stand there and cross her heart and say it or pledge allegiance or anything else, she won't be a part of the national anthem. Now, does she continue that? I, I guarantee you she continues doing that. I, I, that's I, what I everybody's wondering. When she gets back room. and she does her pre first You'll press conference. They'll that, keep them in the locker room for the national anthem. You'll never, uh, that pledge, uh, you know, well, you'll never see the pledge. She'll lose allegiance. her support if well, she. What support? Uh, 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 Fox broke this story. Andrea Mitchell with NBC and MSNBC apparently said that she was told that there was a choice, that they were given a choice, either the Marine or the girl. Yeah. And Biden, show, for obvious reasons, chose the girl. Yeah, because yeah, she's black and gay. Yeah, of course. 
And certainly, suddenly a celebrity for the woke crowd to prove the LGBT plus ABC connections to show what a kind and loving (laughs) thing to get these so-and-so back and leave the Marine there. And then all of a sudden, uh, the story that there was a choice, suddenly that disappeared. And then the podium princess comes out with her 15 pounds of eye makeup, that orange and green and yellow. Oh, Jesus. And, and, you know, if she spent as much time, you know, not frosting her hair and doing her eyelids. Who are you talking about? Regine, Regine, Tracy, oh, yeah, the podium princess. Our, uh, our, our, you know, she's black. She's gay. She's a girl. Woo-hoo. And she's stupid. Have you seen her at the podium? Uh, honestly, if you haven't seen her, she's a disgrace. She's stupid. She's, she's stupid. stupid. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is it, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. The other day she was asked a question and she gave the wrong response because yeah. she was looking at the book. She did it twice in a row and she kept saying, oh, no, that, that was on the Trump. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's later on because she's she's reads it off her book. I've never Have seen, seen anyone use a book that like book? that. Oh, yeah. It's like seven law books. I mean, it's, I it's like this. And she just, she puts her head on and she reads her, all of her answers. And of course she doesn't, I, I mean, well, if you haven't seen her, you really, you deserve watching this girl at the podium. It's offensive. She represents America. He, that's, that's the no, person they she chose. She represents the White House. She doesn't represent oh, us. Obviously. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> but my favorite part of her was, uh, and she knows the talking points. Uh, she also explained, she said, well, you know, the, the only choice was either her or nobody, which was a, a lie. Uh, but she said, uh, she said, well, the reason uh, this was a, was, was a good trade was because, and why this was done, was because uh, uh, Brittany Griner is a role model and an example uh, for the world as an LBGT, uh, Brittany Griner, what's her name? Brittany yeah. Griner, yeah, uh, is a role model for the world and an example uh, that uh, people don't deserve to be treated uh, badly because of their race or gender or gender. And I'm thinking, wait, what, what, what do you mean? We, we traded for a role model, and that's where you gave the, the number one merchant of death? I know. He, he has killed American servicemen and women. His, his uh, stuff has killed he's them. He's satisfied. He, he, he takes care of the, uh, of the, of the guns and the running to, to arms dealers, to drug dealers, to countries, yeah. to rebels, to terrorists, to... I mean, come on. You're, I mean, he, and by the way, now he's bringing all that knowledge and all his connections right back to Russia. Yep. Oh, oh, they said they've assured us he's going to be nice this time. Oh, this time he's going to be really, really nice. Yes. Oh, and one more one quick thing. I swear, yeah, just yeah. quick thing before I forget. Uh, uh, Brittany Griner, also the same uh, person who will not enter the room or a basketball court if you're going to play the national anthem. Not only does she not stand there and cross her heart and say it or pledge allegiance or anything else, she won't be a part of the national anthem. Now, does she continue that? I guarantee you she continues doing that. That's what everybody's wondering. When she gets back and she does her first press conference. They'll keep him in the locker room for the national anthem. You'll never uh, that pledge. Uh, you know, well, you'll never see the pledge. She'll lose allegiance. her support if well, she. What support? Hope you enjoyed that segment from the uh, Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure and check out the full thing Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for free at thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money. Are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. The Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. Hey, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. With Pete and Flounder, you know you can contact the show if you really want to <laughs> via the KimmerShow.net. Now, here's something crazy. Uh, and by the way, we have a, a real treat yeah. later on at the end of this broadcast oh, yeah. involving... Rhino. I, I don't want to. Let's not. Let's I, not. Tea, let's let's, let's not give away too yeah, much. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I heard. Now this morning, this is as we speak. It's Friday, and by the way, this is number five hundred eight podcast. Yes, Friday the 9th December of 9th. December. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I was calling in this morning, listening this morning, uh, they were tr- uh, uh, trying to get a new, uh, an old fashioned radio station back. The old. I rock think they're radio trying to get ninety five point five the beat back on air or something like that. Yeah, so. and they, I heard them mention ninety nine X. Ninety nine X is back on the air. Ninety nine X on one hundred I think yeah. that as of January 3rd, I don't know if they're going to figure something out on that concept, but they're going to go total classic alternative on January 3rd. Okay. Uh, again, I, I'm not I hate sure. The South Side doesn't have. But it's a great state. I've been listening to it a lot. It's definitely, I mean. Yeah, nine, I listened to 99X when it was around. But 99, That's what I grew up on. But 99X, when I, my final wife and I and our stepson, uh, the barman, um, uh, he was a big fan, of course, of rock radio. He was a youngster at that age, at that time. And back when, when we were all on the radio together doing our actual radio show, we had kind of a running joke between us and 99X. Uh, and it started when somebody was complaining about, I guess they were uh, some of their callers on 99X. And again, this was an alternative rock thing back in the 90s. It was, you know, they were wild and crazy, but not they weren't jock. I mean, they weren't shock radio, but they were out there. Um, uh, and it was a threesome. And I called them Sissy Easy and Barry. Uh, and, and it was Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Barnes, Leslie and Jimmy. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember the last. Anyway, but I called them Sissy Easy and Barry. Um, and we did the morning show and I used to joke about them. And they had some callers saying, oh, you know, that that Peter guy over in GST man he's just, he's saying he's just making fun of our younger people and so and so I go out in the early afternoon and I say I said you know the problem with these people is they think they're so good uh, but every one of them you know uh, 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 fails a urine test about all the drugs they're doing and I started making jokes about all them being drug heads and potheads and they're doing ecstasy every afternoon in school <laughs> and stuff like that so I'm not making so we started going back and forth on the air they'd say something in the morning and I'd repeat it in the afternoon kind of going back and forth and it was pretty much good natured until the next day I got delivered to me at the radio station a basket filled with urine samples. 
<laughs> some real urine samples from the, the, from the teenage listeners of 99X. I swear to God. We, did, we had to call the, I think we called the cops. I don't I forgot what we did. I, but they said we, urine samples. And so, and they thought they really got me good there. So and then that afternoon I went on my show and I remember saying, uh, I said, well, you know, they sent us all these urine samples and I had them check. Uh, oh, gee, uh, Mary Ellen, who's 14 from uh, Brookhaven, she has herpes and chlamydia. Uh, and I did the whole, and I'm going like that. I mean, so I just made it even, you know, one more step up. So this kept, went on and on and on. Okay. Uh, shortly after that, uh, they had uh, Sissy Easy and Barry were sponsoring, and the station was sponsoring what they called the Big Day Out. Big Day Out. That was uh, huge and, in the 90s. And that was back then was at the uh, what, Lakewood Amphitheater. Lakewood what Amphitheater, Lakewood, yep. And, and it had great acts, and I think they had it was an, it was an all It was like an all-day, two-day weekend yeah, it was with like 20, 30 bands. Yeah, and it was an outdoor thing, basically, and you know, at, at the amphitheater. Uh, and so as a treat, they got me and my final wife and the barman tickets in the front row right in back of the or of the of the of the guys who run all the lights and stuff so we're in the really the first row in the center of the first row overlooking the lighting guys with the stage right in front of us watching green day and all whoever's there okay now behind so and the three and i'm at the time what 55 years old or something like that okay and and the, my final wife was there and the barman i guess he was probably 13 14 15 i don't know uh third probably 12 or 13 14 anyway uh, behind us were, were a couple, two or three skinhead young guys, like 18, 20, oh, something like I that. I didn't know this was going to morph into the skinhead story. Okay. <laughs> oh, we oh that's right. Because remember, everybody who's <laughs> listening now was also listening nine years ago when I told the story. So I guess mm. I really shouldn't repeat it. No, do it. Anyway, so to, so behind me were these uh, it was two or three skinheads. I think they weren't even, I think they had their shirts off, T-shirts or something. Um, and we're, we're, we're listening to the stuff. And they were behind me. I'm in the front row as an old guy to them. I'd be like an old fart with his hot blonde wife and my kid. And so I, a couple of times I felt kind of a flick on the back of my head. And I really didn't kind of think about it until I realized it was the kid doing it. Some kid behind me was tapping the back of my head or my ears or my collar or something like that. And I kind of sloughed it off and ignored it because I know me. Okay. Uh, and so I kind of ignored it. And then out of the corner of my eye, I saw him flick my wife's hair. Oh, boy. And that's when I turned around and I said, I, I started going at him and the guy reached for his pocket and he started pulling something out of his pocket. And I swear to God, I said, this is a movie line from Columbo from a movie called The Price of Tomatoes or something. Uh, and I actually said this to the kid and I meant it. I said, I said, uh, that better be a sandwich because if you pull it out, you're going to eat it. And he started coming at me, and I went, I went, I went for him like that. And all of a sudden, the security guards come over, security, uh, and they dragged the three of them, you know, out of the. Did it ever occur to you that <laughs> Barnes and them had paid them to stand behind you and, and mess with you? Nothing like that occurred to me at all. So I'm going for the guys, and the security. By this time, the security guys are, oh no, no, here you go, and they hauled their asses out of the right, out of the place. And and as I turned around, there were two little girls who couldn't have been. 14 or 15 who were right next to those two or three scumbags and the two little girls this was so sweet the two little girls said oh thank you mister thank you mister I'm, they were scaring us they were so we were just so scared we didn't know what to do I'm so glad you, you did that or whatever something like that I thought that was so sweet and then I don't know whether it was the, the ex-wife final wife or barman somebody said well you know that's what the Kimmer does and he said oh, 
that's the Kimmer? Oh my God, it's the that's the Kimmer that we've been hearing about on the radio, which sponsored the concert. And so, oh my God, it's the Kimmer, it's the Kimmer. I thought, oh Jesus. So, I, I mean, it was it, get him. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna make it out of here. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, shall we? Uh, shall yes, we give our special treat for special. people? Okay, this is this is really a thrill for us, and I don't mean to. Uh, we don't mean to in any way put him on the spot or embarrass our friend Rhino yeah. from 106.3. Yeah, we, we love being part of the radio station. Uh, he and the, the whole staff have uh, welcomed us from this the very beginning. That. Well, I mean, it's, it's just we feel so much part of the family. <laughs> And 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 I and I and he you know he's a Rhino's a he's very a humble great guy. guy. He's a great, great guy. guy. He's owned restaurants in the we past. He's Rhino. he's done a lot of things in his life. He's the you know key guy in a morning show in he's Atlanta, a lumberjack Georgia. Up in the mountains. He's done all the he, he you know he shoots wild animals. I mean That's he says the man does everything. Skins coyote. I mean it's, it's an incredible story. <laughs> what you didn't know and he will never mention is because he's so shy. I mean he, for a guy who's on the radio like most radio guys in person tend to be very shy. That's true. Well I mean, we I, we are in many ways oh, yeah. really don't we like to be in the background. And the same way with Rhino. And what you don't know is when he first was offered a job in Atlanta many, many years ago, uh, he was thinking, you know what? I was going to think about this because he, he was applying to Georgia State University on a music scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a th- he, he has hidden his musical talents. Not only does he, apl- does he, not, he plays the oboe, uh, which is a which is a double reed instrument, very difficult to learn very how to hard. play, uh, and the uh, slide trombone. Uh, I mean, but he also is a master as a vocalist. And you would think because his his you know his voice is kind of deep, he does that <laughs> laugh on the radio that you're so used to. Listen to Rhino. He sent this audition tape to Georgia State University many years ago as his uh, winning audition. By the way, they offered him a full ride in the music department at Georgia State University. Enjoy, as we do now, Rhino and O Holy Night. He played all the instruments in the background and put the tape in for the vocals. He's like Prince. It's unbelievable. He's like Prince. Oh, holy night. Stars are brightly shining. Got the vibrato of our dear. So he holds, he holds the tone. Listen, see the breath. It's perfect breathing. Long lay the world. Now see how that just grabs you. Right? In sin and error, high. He's starting to build. Till he appeared, and the soul bells. Brought us all in together, right? A thrill of The weary world rejoicing for yonder breaks a new and glorious Oh, he 
some feedback <clears throat> feedback scott says mm. much like a louisville slugger to the temple absolutely stunning <laughs> denise says i fell for it <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh, i just sent you a thank you note now i get to send you an apology note <laughs> pert pert says i know flounder's voice when i hear it <laughs> blame like an ice pick to the eardrums <laughs> Sally, I feel it too. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> to all. To all a good night. <laughs> You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest 
largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.